Hi. Hi, guys. This is Dr. Erica Jones, and I'm here with the Art of Transition podcast. I have a very special guest on. This is a remarkable woman. She is like the most remarkable hustler right now <laughs> in the gig economy. Miss Hart, why don't you introduce yourself to the people and let them know who you are and what it is that you do? Well, hello. My name is Dulce. Um, I am one third of a women's creative team called Free Image. We basically just try to create intimate spaces for women creatives to come together and do work together and just be able to be um, helpful towards one another to help them stay encouraged and to network with one another in the industry. That's uh, my passion job and I work part time um, doing Instacart and Uber and my full time job is um, State Farm. So lots of hats. Yes, that's definitely a lot, a lot of hats. Every time I see you on Instagram, it's like you are working a different job. You're always transitioning from one thing to another one, from one city to another one, from one topic to another, from one album to the other and my podcast is about the art of transition and I feel like you're one of those people who has definitely mastered the art of transition the art of movement and that's really important in these days and times um, especially with the coronavirus crisis a lot of people have just been stuck at home sheltering at home so I did want to talk a little bit about you know, how you've transitioned into all of these different roles, kind of how you take care of yourself and, and focus on one thing and then how you're able to change your focus uh, so quickly. Um, well, I've always been the, the type to just have a job um, since I was like 14. And um, when I found out about Instacart, um, it felt like a great type of transition for me to always, you know, be able to make income on my own basis. At the time I was doing a lot of sales jobs. I was actually selling cell phones in Costco when I saw Instacart for the first time. And a lot of the people who were doing it were like in grad school and they were trying to just make a little bit of extra money. And I've, I've always had a weird thing with cars. Like one time I had a car where I thought it was my key ignition, but it was actually my ignition stopped working. So I had two ignitions. Like wow. I had my old key taped inside of um, my dash. And then I had the new key with my um, new ignition. So I would turn it for a while and that's how things are working. So Instacart was the best thing for me to do because I couldn't have two car key ignitions and driving people around at Uber. That was just a horrible idea. So um, I started with Instacart. <laughs> it was like, no one wants to be in a car with you. And then I always had a car that the AC didn't work. And so it's hot in Atlanta and you're just driving around and you're sticking to stuff. You're sticking to the seats. It's just, it, Uber just wasn't an option for me at the time at all. Mm -hmm. And so when I started doing um, Instacart, I was also in school for medical insurance billing and coding. So I would leave there, I would leave um, school and then I would do Instacart or I would do my other job, which was advanced at the time. Cause I just like driving. I like being in the car, you know, finding new ways to get to different places. When we first moved to Atlanta, that was something that me and my dad did. So it's always something that made me feel, you know, good just to be in the car, just looking outside, just being in nature without having to be outside. 
Yeah. Um, just exploring so, your surroundings. Yeah, just exploring, just, you know, seeing how, you know, beautiful the city really is and just seeing, you know, how there's beauty and the grit. That's, I think, one of the things that always attracted me to jobs like Uber and like Instacart, which is basically exploring the city. And now even more so because the city has changed so much, just mm-hmm. seeing those changes in the different areas is, is keeps you alert to what's happening. It keeps you grounded and it makes you more mindful of the fact that there is a gap growing between, you know, the haves and the have nots. So just to always keep your eyes open about what's going on in the city around you. So, you know, Instacart and Uber always help me with that. Um, and, you know, with just, you know, everything that's going on, you mentioned movement and stuff. So, I've always been the type of person to to tell people just to move with purpose mm-hmm. and not always be so anxious to move that you're just making moves and you're not making any progress. I found myself doing that a lot of times like I can't be stagnant, I can't be, you know, be content with where I am right now because it's not where I want to be. So I was always really hard on myself. Like you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. And so I got older and realized that if you're moving, you're just exhausting yourself and you're not, you're exhausting yourself and you're depleting your resources. So move with purpose, know why you're moving, know where you're going, know what your goal is. And so um, before coronavirus actually happened, I started to kind of move away from Instacart and move towards more Uber Mm-hmm. because you know I got a better car and I was able to actually you know pick people up and do the rides and um, you know sometimes for like you know it's dangerous all this sort of thing and I when I first started someone told me never go into areas that you're not familiar with and that helped me a lot I would go to areas where I knew the back roads I knew how to get to the highway quick I knew if anything happened I knew I could call someone and they could meet me or they could you know help me if I was ever found myself in a situation where I needed help oh wow so, that, is, that is a really great tip because I know that there, there are some yeah. women who have expressed you know safety concerns about different types of things and that's a really good tip Yeah. And um, I did have one kind of um, really just shocking experience. I did pick someone up from off of North Harrison Mm -hmm. and I think that they were um, tipsy or something like that. And um, they said, can they sit in the front seat? And, you know, so I had people before who would get motion sickness sitting in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, it's kind of weird, but fine. So um, he gets in the car and he starts talking to me. He's telling me that he just moved here. And he asked me if I knew anyone who would marry him for his green card. And I said, no, definitely not. Hard, hard, solid no. Wow. Not one of those no's. Solid no for me. <laughs> and um, this is before we even get on to 285. And of course, you know, we're getting, we're in Atlanta. And I, at the time I was doing Lyft, I wasn't doing Uber because when I started, they told me Lyft is for drivers, Uber is for riders. Mm-hmm. So you, you do, you do more and you get more rides and more um, benefits and stuff doing Lyft as a, um, so it's better for you as a rider. So I decided to do Lyft. And they said it's also more female based just based on your rides and who you're right and who you're driving and where you're going to. Mm-hmm. So we get on 285 and it's 285, like it stopped. We're going towards um, the airport mm-hmm. and we're stopped. 
all the cars are stopped. No one can go. You can't drive on the shoulder. You can't, you know, they can't make us reverse so that we can get out of traffic. We're everybody's brake lights are on. Everybody's parked. We're just sitting there. We're not moving at all. Mm-hmm. And the GPS didn't tell us that we weren't going to go anywhere. So the GPS is just still thinking it's blue. I don't know why. And he then proceeds to try to put his hand up my dress. And so oh my I, tried to, I tried to think quickly. And because I normally keep a blade underneath my pillow. Okay. And pepper spray in my door. Okay. Um, I don't want to keep a gun in my car because you know anything can happen at least with pepper spray or with you know a blade if I accidentally get you know hurt hopefully it won't be fatal but with a gun there's no telling and bullets have right. no name so when it hits a car next to me so I'm really conscious of that so seeing that we were in bumper to bumper traffic and there was nowhere for us to go we were sitting there for you know 25 minutes and I had to like kindly you know in sort of aggressively take his hand and squeeze his hand really hard and place it back on his lap and say, do not touch me. Wow. I cannot believe you actually had that experience. I just am, I I don't know what I might do. Like, I can't even think of what I might do in a situation like that. And it's always people, you know, your first reaction is, you know, oh, I wouldn't have taken that, you know, I would have like stabbed him. But it's one of those things that, you know, I would then have to aid him. Right. If I were right. to grab him, he's in my car. If I spray pepper spray on him, I have a hatchback. He, the pepper spray could hit me back in my eyes. And then, right. you know, I have pepper spray in my eyes and I drive a manual. So if I can't drive, we're not going anywhere. Cause you, chances are you probably can't drive my manual. Right. Um, so after that, I just wasn't driving Lyft anymore. I started driving Uber and I made it a conscious effort that you're not sitting in my front seat anymore. I move unless it's just like there's people in my back seat. No one sits in my front seat anymore. So okay. I've made that I made that um, that boundary. But Uber has actually been better for me than Lyft was. Gotcha. Um, the riders are way more respectful. Um, they're way more laid back. They're way more friendly than they were on Lyft. On Lyft, I don't know what it was. Um, maybe it's because they just didn't like Uber and so they had bad experience. And that's another thing, you know, people always expect for when you're trying to defend yourself, if you're thinking about defending yourself, you have to think about, am I going to come off as a crazy Uber driver? Right. Because you right. always see stories about drivers, but very rarely do you hear stories about the writers. So you just have to think about how, if there's a story to tell, how they would spin your story. And right. I don't want anyone to look like an angry Black woman. So I'm just going to have to try to be as conscious and as um, aware of my surroundings as I possibly can be so that I can be calm and in control of the situation. And, and a lot of times you're not. That, like you have to like think that way. Like, I don't want to come off as the angry black woman because that is the way that we have been portrayed in society. So the fact that you even have to really, the fact that you have to go through the thought process of I do not want to come off as the angry black woman because you're not the angry black woman. You're the woman who is out here working, trying to make a living to support your education. And in that realm, you know, it's, it's just crazy that we have to even even think that way but I want to ask you too what has been like your most memorable transition in all of these positions that you've been in um, have you met anyone while you've been driving or doing Instacart 
um, any of these side hustles that has really helped propel you in life to like a different level that has helped elevate your thinking process? Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, just the, one has given me a great appreciation for the city. And as far as transitions go, I've met some really incredible people, you know, doing Uber. Like one time I had to pick up um, Chingy and um, I think B2K's um, DJs Mm -hmm. from the Millennium Tour. And so, you know, they were telling me these stories about, you know, what's it like being on tour and how long they've been touring with people and who they've been on tour with. And so that was something, you know, that was really interesting for me to to see. And one thing that I've always loved about Instacart is just the type of people and the type of homes that I will go to. Like you'll see these, these mansions and they're huge. And you're just thinking to yourself, this is probably old money. Like they're probably like camp or something like that like these are you know homes like that and then you'll get to the door and you'll see someone with their kid on their hip and they look like Nia Long and you're like all right sister I'm here doing it for myself you know it's always it makes you feel good and just the conversations that I have with the people in the car with me I've just had so many great conversations with people and it always you know makes me as someone who wants to you know curate great events and someone who loves to have conversation with people and try to, you know, spark conversations among people and just always try to find a way to make people think about things differently. Mm-hmm. It's always great for me to be able to have conversations with just different types of people, feeling different types of energies and seeing how people feel about their city, seeing how people feel about being here in Atlanta, because I moved here when I was six. So this is my home and I, I take it very personally, you know, and so people you know who just move here you know they love the city for a different reason than I do because when we moved here it was the height of LaFace you know Outcast had just came out and so the city was always that you know slept on but it doesn't matter because we know we hot but now exactly. the city everyone knows and they want to be here so it's somewhat of just airs for people like yeah it's Atlanta but you know it's still Georgia you know we still chilling you know mm-hmm. we're not doing too much um <laughs> so just basically being able to have that freedom to be able to get up and make money when I want to because people are always saying you know you're putting so much strain on your car and why don't you just get a part-time job but for me to create and for me to be able to you know put money into my business and for me to be able to have time because that's the most important thing with me doing uber and instacart is for me to be free to be able to have my time because time is always going to be way more important to me than money no matter yes. what yes say that again sister say that again <laughs> And that's the one thing that I love about this is that, you know, okay, well, we need, I need to make $80 so that we can, you know, put this money together for us to get a venue. I'll work for maybe four hours doing Uber on a Saturday and I'll make 200. And so it'll, it'll let me know that things only happen at if I'm putting the effort in you know people always saying manifest what you want manifest what you want and it's great to manifest what you want but 
to manifest means to not only let it leave from your heart and your mind and leave your lips so that it can reach the, you know, the creator, the universe and God's ears, but it also means that you're putting in the work so that the universe sees that you're serious about what it is that you want. Manifesting Ooh. just doesn't mean I'm going to speak it out there and it's going to come to me. Nothing comes to me if you're stagnant. So Ooh. just that, like we're saying, that art of movement and that art of transition. So knowing what it is that you want, knowing what your goal is, because people say, you know, when you when you fall backwards and you you have a misstep and it puts you back, it doesn't matter because I can miss my turn and I'm going to get rerouted. And yes. everything when it comes to driving is relatable in life. Follow the signs, red flags, stop keep moving, slow mm. down, yield, you know, things like that. It's always, it's always what I learned. And one thing that has, was an awakening for me when I started doing Uber and Instacart is seeing all these people nearly kill everyone on the highway because they're <laughs> trying to get off on the exit. Like, sir, you were in the fast lane, HOV lane, and you went all the way across to get off on to um, Marietta or Peachtree Street, so you can get onto 400. You almost killed seven people. Reroute. That's crazy. Reroute. Learn how you know, to reroute. Reroute. Just, just calm down. Reroute. It's gonna. They're gonna give you new directions. And so that's something that I had to learn for life. Like, even though things aren't happening the way that I want them to, even though I'm getting pushed back, God's gonna reroute me, and I'm still gonna make it to my destination. I want to make it to my destination alive. You know. Yes. Whether it is I'm, you know, moving through life, I want to make it to my destination. So even if I'm getting pushed back, I'm just going to let God reroute me and I'll get to my destination when I get there. Because it's always about God's timing. It's never our timing. Because when we get things before we, before we are ready for them, then we don't appreciate them. And then we lose them. And then we have to fight to get back what we already had. And just not only get back what we already had, but to get back people's respect. Because we had it and we squandered it. Mm. Like, um like Bobby Brown, like he made so much money so early on and he just squandered it because he did, he wasn't ready for it. He wasn't ready for it. Mm -hmm. And so now you have to come back. People are looking at you like you're the old Bobby, but you've learned and you've grown and you're trying to make this name for yourself. So you have to go through all these things all over again, knowing what you've already had, knowing what you've already accomplished and trying to get people to see you as that person again. So just moving with purpose so that you don't have to, you know, always reintroduce yourself. I'm just mm. working every day. Everything that I do just seems so effortless. Like I tell people, I work really, 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 really hard to make this look effortless. So. And it does. I've got to tell you, just from watching you, it, you make it look effortless. You make working look effortless. You still find time to do what it is that you love. And I really appreciate that message that you just dropped on us. Like, be okay with being rerouted because you live yeah. to see another day. <laughs> Even if it takes you a little bit longer. That's what matters. That's all that matters. And, you know, just every day, just, you know, enjoying the ride. And, yeah. you know, even though this quarantine has been really difficult for me because I, I'm not, I'm only doing um, State Farm right now and I'm working from home and I'm so grateful for that, that I'm able to work in this, in these, you know, volatile times, but I'm not going to put myself at risk by, you know, when I go to the grocery store, it's for me and it's for mm -hmm. my mom. 
it's for us. If we don't need it, I'm not going to go. You know, okay. if I want to take a ride, I'm a social distance in my car. I'm okay. not going to go out. I'm going to go for a ride just to clear my mind, just to get out of this house. Because being confined can make you feel like you're losing your mind. You know, so sometimes you just need to get out and you need to go for a ride. You don't need to be with someone else in order to do that. But I'm being mindful and being respectful and knowing that at this time that no matter what happens, I'm covered and I'm going to be all right. Even if it's going to take me, you know, tightening my belt more and not Mm -hmm. working. I know that I, this is a break that I needed and that I don't need to be myself to do something that's unnecessary for me right now, because I'm, why, when am I, who am I picking up? in uber yeah. you know and dropping these groceries off to people for instacart it's not worth it because i don't know what's going to hit me if they open that door to collect their groceries so mm. just you know being mindful i'm just grateful that this isn't my um only means of income but i just want people who are working uber to know that you can reach out to uber you can go to um google and go to uber.com and they do have resources for if you are someone who who sole income does come for uber they will give you anywhere between i think it was um 375 to 225 a week in order to help you sustain while you know coronavirus is going on while we're de- dealing with covid-19 so uber has put in place something to help people to get by instacart not so much i mean they're pushing people now to do it more than ever i just got a alert saying if you buy groceries between if you shop between the 11th and the 15th they'll give you and you do 10 batches like when you d- deliver 10 groceries i mean mm-hmm. people they'll give you an additional 120 dollars, and that sounds great but i'm putting myself at a huge risk to be out here you know delivering stuff to people you know so it's just all about what's going to who what company is going to care about you what company is going to be mindful of what you're going through so there's always different things i mean there's instacart there's shift there's doordash there's um uber eats there's always ways for you to to find ways to make money i can't remember the app name but there is something where you can um like do chores for people you know like um, in the grass or doing something like that, doing housework, you know, doing actual trade for people. Um, I think it's like trade in or something like that for you to be able to offer service to someone for people who are more um, hands-on. To right. Actually... And we can put that in the um, show notes too. We can look yeah, that up definitely. and put it in the um, show notes so people will have, you know, just a list of those resources. Yeah. Because you always, I mean, there's always ways for you to, to hustle. I mean, as long as you're willing to pull in the work and you're able to be able to get to your destination, that's going to be good. I mean, you can also, you know, test out apps and stuff like that. Games and stuff on your phone. If you don't have a car, you can always do that. Okay. Well, Well, I definitely appreciate your time, Miss Hart. I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to seeing the things that you ladies are going to produce in the future. And I just, I'm very grateful for everything, all the tips that you've left us with for the conversation. Um, Can you tell the people how to reach you, um, how they can get in touch with you and just kind of keep up with what's going on? Of course. Um, You can follow me at um, underscore, underscore, Dulceria, D-U-L-C-E-R-I-A, underscore, underscore. And you can follow the brand that's free image at um, F-R-E-E dot I-M-A-G-E. That's at free dot image. Um, That's on Instagram. And yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again. Once again, this thank is Erica so Jones with the Art of Transition.